tuning into the Slow Wealth Podcast with Kendra and Ramon. Yes, thank you for saying my name. (laughs) As we have in our previous shows, we always start with a powerful motivational quote. And it starts by saying, don't worry about backstabbers. They're people who try their hardest finding uh, to find fault in your life instead of fixing the faults in theirs. Okay, yeah, that's not about right. Yeah, it does. They're they worrying about what you doing instead of worrying about they self. Yeah, you worry about you. You get that speck out of your eye first before you turn on me. <laughs> well, today we got a good one for y'all. We have the lost art of customer service. We've all been somewhere and had exceptional service where you like, damn, they just made my whole week. And then you go somewhere where you like, F-bomb, are you serious? Are you really serious? Like, when you woke up and you put on your pants today, did you wake up an asshole? (laughs) And the answer was probably yes. Yes. Just, I mean, like, you get the great end of the spectrum to the worst. But we're going to start with the housing market. So, Ramon, just give us a synopsis on the housing market. It is terrible in a good way. And that's if you're uh, actually a buyer. Because it's not a lot. Like, it's tight. If you're a seller. No, no, no. If you're a buyer. Because there's not much for you to buy. <laughs> oh, you mean terrible in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you didn't say you know, that. <laughs> terrible in a good way for a seller. Because people are getting 100000 200000 over what they're asking for. Tell them about the story you told me the other day that you heard from somebody... That they got like three or four hundred. Oh, that was just one of the stories. <laughs> so one guy listed his house for uh four twenty five, I believe, or four fifty. Four twenty five. Um, and it actually sold for six hundred and fifty cash. Oof. Cash baby. In your hand. Yeah. Cream. So like get yeah, the money. Dollar was, dollar bill, y'all. Can you imagine like Thinking like, oh, okay, you know, I'm gonna get four hundred twenty-five for my house, and somebody come in like, no, I'll give you an extra two hundred something. <laughs> cash, <laughs> cash, like in my hands. That baby gone. I'm gonna sweep up everything, make sure it's clean for him. <laughs> Shit, I help him move in the house. Right. Like, carry, hey, I carry a couple of them boxes. <laughs> come on, come on now, y'all. Come in. Man, Don't be scared. Yeah, bring the kids. <laughs> this is your dog. house now. Hey, you know what I'm saying? This is your house. Sure. Hey, you so, ain't lying. So yeah, if you if you're a seller, it's a great, great time because you gonna sell your joint, and a lot of times for way more than what you know it's probably worth. Uh, but if you're a buyer, it is tight as some butt cheeks. Whose butt cheeks? Uh, I'm 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 a no comment on that. One, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say something, but I, let me take that back. <laughs> Tight as my butt cheeks. Don't say that again. <laughs> Lord have mercy, you crazy. Yeah, so yeah, it's tight. It ain't a lot, man. It's you got to be searching high, and low, and and have some real creative uh, skills to find some. Will be very quick. Yes, you gotta have to probably be a cash buyer because like you gotta come with your highest and best offer, no matter. But nobody knows what that is. You know what I mean? Because yeah. my highest and best is what I want to offer you right now. Right. Right. You know, I don't want to offer you too much and be like, damn, I could have got it cheaper. Right. 
So he's like, you know, now people just it, it's making it tight for a lot of people who trying to actually just buy their own because mm-hmm. they like it's people coming in from the West Coast with with bigger money. Yeah, because their money, you know, the money is different out there. So the cost of living, of course, is different. And when you come to the South or the Southeast or, you know, even other parts of the Midwest, I'm like, dang, I'm saving this much money. Let me get two of them. So they you know? selling their house out there, six, seven, eight hundred thousand. And they taking that cash and coming here and paying their house off. Right. They get, and, they, and they're getting way bigger of yeah. a house. They yeah, they get three, room. yeah, they get 25, 300, uh, 3,000, 3,500 square feet, mm-hmm. two, three car garage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where in California, they had like a, a one bedroom. <laughs> right, that they paid yeah, five, yeah, four, five, 500,000 for in a nice area. So they like, man, 300 something, you know, 400,000, they like, oh, I'm going to outbid everybody. Right. Because what I'm paying for, I'm getting way more. Exactly. And so it's making it tight on the people that live in the city that probably was renting. Where they like, damn, I can't even get a house. Mm-hmm. Or people sold their house thinking they're going to buy something else and they can't get back in. Yeah, that's one thing that we've been telling people, too, is that before you sell your house, you need to make sure that you're under contract to buy a house. Shoot, forget just being under contract. You gotta make sure you can close on that joker. Yeah, that too. Because you're gonna be you gonna be renting. And the problem with the rent is that the rent is going up. Yeah. Significantly. So and more people are renting, more apartment complexes are being built. Oh, they being built like it seems like every other week you see one damn near half done. Yeah. Uh so you know, that's an advantage if you own apartments. Uh but if you renting, true. Yeah. That's that's uh it's tight. If you're a developer, whoo, oh, man, you making boy, big bank. You making bank. That's the thing like is right now is a is a great time for people flipper for flippers, mm-hmm. uh developers, uh and apartment owners, you know, if you own units because I mean people they can't get a house, so there's a shortage on homes being built right now, right? They can't keep up with the the, the 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 demand. So people need a place to live, and they like, all right, well, let me rent out a house, and let me rent out an apartment. But you're going to be paying because these, these owners like, well, shoot, I used to go only get 1200 Right. <laughs> now I can get sixteen. <laughs> so, because people are uh, coming in like, I cannot believe I can get all this for how much again? Like, mm-hmm. that is... That's a shock and a surprise to a lot of people. Hey, shoot, we gonna try to push it too. Sure. <laughs> hey. They be like, nah, two thousand. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, it's just one of the times where you know you got to take advantage of it because of COVID. You know, it's it's caused a lot of people, especially in the, in the the higher cost areas. You know, in the East Coast, the West Coast, where they like, look, I can work uh, remote, mm-hmm. and so they they so they selling their houses and all that stuff and. They doing uh, you know they they cashing out. Well, here the the other issue that we have in um, Central Texas is the ranches. Like people are coming from and the coast and them, they buying them ranches mm-hmm. up. So if you work in farm and ranch, boy, uh, yeah. you got to learn. That's how a to specialty. Do you got to learn how mm-hmm. to do that. That market is hella hey, crazy. Boy, I show up in my cowboy boots and a hat like, hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing, partner? <laughs> Shit, I don't know nothing about this, but I'm about to find out. Because I, know, I didn't hear, like, people with one transaction making six figures. Yeah, yeah. But you got to know, like, I didn't know about that, like, uh, 
how hot like having certain cattle on the land will give you certain tax benefits mm-hmm. like if you don't have no cattle yeah and, and I, it has to know, be in a certain part of your land they call it improvements yeah. you know and, and, and certain things and i was like dang yeah so man it's man it's, and you it's can crazy. lease half of that farmland out to somebody yeah. and have them work it you you just earning the money the revenue and they work it and you know it's farm and that's crazy i would love to like do that later down the line hey shoot hey, that's a big commission if you're a real estate agent so yeah you know if you're a real estate agent broker flipper developer apartment owner i mean this is a great seller Mm-hmm. This is a great time. This is. If you're a buyer, come with your highest and best offer. But don't be stupid, though. But see, no, no, no. See, don't be stupid. Now, don't be one of those people where you're just trying to get in and you're going to pay whatever. Because they call that over-leveraging. I know I've said that before. You know, over-leverage yourself. Meaning you don't pay more than what something is really worth. Because when the economy takes a downturn and it's going to happen, you gonna you don't want to be stuck with something that you can't afford. Right, you, you know, don't go right. pay with this. With this property, normally actually is appraised for three, four hundred thousand. Don't go pay six hundred thousand for it. See, then your mortgage, you know, now if the economy takes a downturn and you can't get those those high rents you was getting, you still got to pay that mortgage. Yeah. So you know, don't be smart about it. Definitely um, be smart. Sometimes you know, sometimes you gotta wait. Sometimes you just gotta be patient, and you know. And, the thing is, people don't understand, you got all these people that was in forbearance. It's about to be a lot of foreclosure. Or if it ain't foreclosure, it's going to be a lot of people trying to hurry up and sell their house, their property, because they're not, a lot of them, uh, all that money that they put in forbearance is about to come due. A lot of them, they didn't get put on the back end. Oh, I was going to See, it depends on the lender. The lender will, I think is I don't, and I don't even think that's your choice. Well, some lenders. They'll say, all right, we'll just add it to the back end of your loan. Mm-hmm. So your loan will basically, like, get extended. Right. Or it might change your payment once, you know, your forbearance comes to an end. But for some people, they just put it, it just puts it off. So it's like, all right, come whenever date, all those months, it's not going to be due. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have people who still don't have a job, right? Even though the economy has picked back up, I think, like, uh, it boosted up higher than they expected, like 915,000 jobs um, in the last month. But you still got people who are still trying to recover. Um, and you still got people who got property where the tenants wasn't paying. So all this time, the tenant been chill up in there and, and wasn't paying no rent, wasn't paying nothing. And so the owner still got a mortgage. Yeah, owner still got a mortgage. But you in my place and you not paying a rent, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be some good buying opportunities here, uh, for people. And you just gonna have to you know kind of sit tight, be patient, because you gotta think this is what happened. You know, after two thousand eight, you know there was people who was waiting on it, and when two thousand eight came and people started selling their houses, they started swooping them up. Yeah. And if you held on to it. Till you know, 2018, 19, 20, oh, you cashed out good. Yeah. You straight. Very well. You did very well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that'll be the time. So Yeah, um <sighs> problem is a lot of um a lot of towns and cities in central Texas are struggling to keep up with the pace of the demand. Which is so, a good thing, you know, do them, you like shoot. You got wait lists. Yeah. You know, 1,200 you know. people. 
Yeah, wait lists out for, well, now I called one builder and I think their wait list was almost two years. Oh, well, let's go ahead and say it because I don't think everybody knows. That Kendra is a licensed real estate agent. I'm a licensed realtor. Oh, you are with the National Association of Yes, Realtors. I am. Well, excuse me. And I'm a licensed realtor the by designation. Me. So she's a licensed realtor in the state of Texas. Yes. So anybody, you know, if you, if you ain't moving to Texas, you probably know somebody. Yeah. Especially if they move to Austin area. Let her know. She's very knowledgeable, as you guys know. Own property. Manage property, you know. So <laughs> invest in property. Invest in property, still do. So yeah. uh, you know, this be the time. Yeah, and I will also be getting my license in the state of Washington. Hey, we we trying to connect and network, so Yes. Amen. Um, Hallelujah. And you know, you go back and listen to our I think it was the second podcast when we talked about having the right agent. Yes. The right agent. And, and this goes into our subject today, the lost art of customer service, because if you go back to our podcast where we talk about the 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 uh, correct agent or the right agent, um, it goes along with customer service. But going back to our uh, topic that we we're talking about just real quick, I know we're going to wrap this up. Uh, somebody got 76 all cash offers on their home. 76. Yeah, and it probably was all from the West Coast. That that's Ooh. a beautiful but see that's a beautiful situation to be in when your when your agent called you and said, Hey, uh we got good news and bad news, right? <laughs> so the good news is we got seventy six offers and they were uh I mean the good news is we got some offers, right? They're seventy six, but they're all cash. And you gotta sit there and pick. Right, it was a fixer upper in Washington D.C. for two hundred and seventy-five thousand. Oh, that's cheap. In D.C., this is D.C., a, a, a suburban area of D.C. God, I'm stuttering. Mm. Um, yeah, and most of the offers were sight unseen. That's the thing too. I'm hearing a lot of people that buying stuff, not even looking. Yeah, at they yeah. got an agent or somebody just go out and say, "Hey, what does it look like?" And they just buying it. Yeah. So if you guys got something, you know it looks like a piece of crap. <laughs> hey, somebody probably gonna still buy it. Hey, you know that's there's people you got you got to think, man. You got to be creative, man. Look at your own area, your own neighborhood. I'm pretty sure there's a house that looked like trash. You don't even know somebody living in that joint, or they is living in it, or somebody owns it, but they out of town. Mm-hmm. They ain't taking care of it. Hey, just call them up. That'd be a good time to just kind of be a wholesaler. Like, hey, look. Um, you know, or just buy, you know, put in the contract, you know, and, and then sell it to somebody else. And we're actually going to have a guy that we're going to bring on here uh, in a couple weeks um, talking about wholesaling. So Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for our list of interviews coming up. I'm excited about all of them. They're just going to be all, they're all going to be amazing. All right, so let's get into the show. We're talking about the lost art of Customer service. All right. So tell me about a recent customer service, exceptional customer service that you received. Tell me about a recent exceptional customer service that you received. Uh, let's see. Where did I get something? Hmm. That's kind of tough. I know because I haven't received. I don't feel like I've received anything that was exceptional or anything worth noting. Oh, yes. I No, take that back. Okay, so Seventh Sense 
the place I order the CBD. Well, yeah, because they gave you double. Well, wait a minute, though. Let me <laughs> tell you why. Let me tell you why. Okay, so seven cents, I order CBD uh, balms and all kinds of stuff from there. And it's just amazing. I don't, I hate to give them a shout out, but I have to because it was exceptional customer service. They messed up on like one product. I ordered like 12 products from them. They messed up on one product and sent me a duplicate of my original order. Now, how amazing is that? That was great customer service and apologized for it in a, you know, a little note. You know, they apologize. Shoot, I'd have sent you the one thing <laughs> that I was missing. They sent a whole and I ordered like what, two hundred dollars worth of stuff. I mean, I've had something like that. I can't can't think of it where, you know, they messed up an order and gave me gave me more, you know. Or like you said, it gave me double or something. That's happened a few times, but I can't think of some exceptional where I was like, man, it's been it's probably been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. I mean, we we receive friendly service, mm. you know, at restaurants and stuff like that because that's pretty much all we've been able to go to lately at restaurants. But um, yeah. even in like my case, I own another business, Melanist by Chemistry. Yes, I am <laughs> promoting my other business on here again. That's Melanist by Chemistry. Get all your <laughs> all your bath and body products, your scrubs, your lotions, your mm-hmm. body butters, and your soap. So if you ashy, you trying to get class. <laughs> yes. Go to melanis.com. M-E-L-A-N-I-S-S. Yes, melanis.com. Um, but I know that like a couple of people, you know, they just hit me up randomly like, man, I really, you know, I can't really afford this and blah, blah, blah. But, um... The order that I received from you, I think it was a month ago. She's like, I really appreciate it because it got lost in the mail. Mm. So um, I'm like, you know, don't worry about it. You know, um, I saw that it was delivered. But if you didn't receive it, you know, I'll send you out another product. You know, there's no questions. There was really no questions asked other Mm. than, okay, well, is this the correct address or, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not saying that I would do that in all cases. You have to be very discerning because I'm not in the business of losing money. Mm-hmm. But um, if there's anything that I can do to help that person and make their life easier, I'm going to do that. You know, like to make um, to make people feel like crap after they've spoken to you or, you know, were in your presence. I- I'm not about that. I want people to feel good after, you know what I mean? After they spoke to me or, you know, we hung out, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I was reading a, another um, another a, a post about exceptional customer service, and it was by one of our good friends uh, that was on our um, podcast a couple weeks ago, the Bundys. Mm-hmm. She wrote about um, uh, in a, you know an interaction with a guy from Verizon. She was going in there to cancel her service, mm-hmm. and then walked out with the new line. With the new line. And it, it like, made him, gotcha. yeah. And he's just, and she took a picture of him and everything, and you could tell, you know, that he's just he like he likes what he do. He loves his job, or he appreciates his life. You know, um, a lot of times people that provide exceptional customer service are usually happy with their lives. I used to think that about T-Mobile. I don't know, but I'd be off and on with them. But that that's true because I think about like all the phone carriers I've had, like. I had, well, who was that? Uh, Alltel back in the day. <laughs> Damn. Cricket. Uh, I had Verizon. It seemed like my bill went up every month. 
Verizon. Uh, expensive as hell. But you you have a signal in a tunnel. Like you be the only <laughs> one with a signal. Like that was a that was the thing about Verizon. They like, look, you have a signal wherever you at, but we're gonna charge you for it. Uh Sprint. I mean, Sprint cut my bill off for twenty five cent. I mean, I've had all of them, and then when I got T Mobile, T Mobile just like changed the game. They were just like they would do things where I know I was getting over on them, but it was like, oh, that's okay, you know. And I'm like, dang, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you, 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 you like, admit that you, you get over hey, look, you oh, know how you Lord. well, you know, back then when they had the uh, uh, what was it, free after uh, nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and then Sprint came out later, like free at the seven or something, mm-hmm. so. I would go over my minutes. I didn't get that. I think they was like 1,500 minutes or whatever. And I would go over my minutes. And I called them up like, hey, man, you know, uh, I'm seeing my bill a little bit higher. Like, what's going on? They're like, oh, yeah, you kind of went over your minutes this month by like two, 300. So I'm like, what? I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. They're like, yeah, you know, but tell you what, this is what we going to do. Now, this is when they got me hooked. They was like, all right, we're going to bump you up to the next plan. For this month, mm-hmm. right? So I think I was on fifteen hundred minutes. Mm-hmm. They bumped me up to the I don't know what was two twenty five hundred minutes a month. So that way it don't look like you went over, and then we'll give you another extra hundred minutes to carry you over to your next billing cycle. Oh wow! I was like, oh shit, y'all might, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, T-Mobile, hey, they used to do stuff like that, like, and that's why I stayed with them for so long. I had T-Mobile ever since like two thousand five or six. So like. They would do things like that, and they didn't have the best phones. They had some cool little, you know, but they didn't have the best phones. They didn't have the best signal, you know, the best coverage. But one thing they did have was that customer service. Yes, they did have great And customer service. service would make people come back to you, come to you, and stay patronizing your business, even if you don't have the best. And that's, that's so true. People have to understand that. That's so true. So we talked about the exceptional customer service or the great customer service. I mean, that's not to say that we don't receive it, you know, on a daily basis. Um, it's just, you know, things that really stand out where someone went above and beyond um, what was, you know, what was expected. Now, as far as terrible or bad customer service, I do have another post that a good friend of mine, whom we will be interviewing, Cece, uh, she posted and I was like this is when I came at you and I was like we need to do this podcast and it starts by saying it never fails every time I try to support a business I'm typically met with the worst experience and I hate to say this but more often than not it's a minority owned business I'm no longer supporting black businesses off the strength that they are black owned and we all didn't been there, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, if you aren't solving my problem, measuring up to the expectations you set, providing a pleasant customer service experience, I don't care what ethnic background you come from. I'm not doing business with you. I preach this to my audience, but your business does not exist to get support. You aren't building a charity with your hand out for donations. You provide a service. You exist to solve someone else's problem. Stop creating new problems for your clients through the process of trying to do business with you. Make it easy for someone to want to work with you. Make it easy for someone to want to refer you. Make it easy for someone to pay you. Mm. Damn. Go on, girl. Go on, CC. In today's day and age, having a great product is 
cost of entry into the world of commerce. Merely having a great product isn't enough to keep you afloat long-term. With the apples and Amazons of the world raising the bar of excellence, client expectations are increasing. We live in a world of infinite um, choices and options. We as consumers expect more out of a business and frankly, it's our job as business owners to meet it or else they will go somewhere else. If you are consistently late, black people, consistently late, keep your restaurants open. This this is just me saying this. Open your restaurants. Uh, I mean, come on now. Man. Yo, sign say you gonna be open at nine. Open at 8.50. Well, you Damn. ain't gotta open at 8.50. Open at nine, but it Be ready be by 8.50 it to open at yeah, nine. It shouldn't be 9.20. Yeah. You just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you are not meeting the expectations you give to your client, if you are providing a lousy and lazy customer service experience, you will lose business and will continue to attract low quality customers. That is that is a big thing mm-hmm. working as a realtor, a broker, or whatever you are in real estate. We're talking about real estate specifically. You, ch- you can choose your clients and customers. Mm. Sometimes you have to be very cognizant of who you can develop a rapport with. Mm. You know what I mean? Because in this industry, you don't want to constantly churn your clients where you're just getting new clients and you're not, you know, you're kind of not, I don't want to say coercing, but you're not, you know, coddling the old, you know, the the loyal clients mm. that you've worked with before. That's what happens. You know, a lot of people are like, I need a new client. I need a new client. It's like, well, you worked with that person five years ago and they're ready to buy again. Mm. So you, you got to definitely attract, you know, that high quality customer or client. And it's not always about quantity. It's, it's about quality. quality okay. Yeah. Um, you will lose business and you will continue to attract low quality customers. I said that already. We all make mistakes and will slip up. I'm not preaching perfection. See, 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 girl, that's what I'm talking about. But I am saying when you're at fault, take ownership and do what you can to correct it. Investing in crafting a customer's journey that provides not only an amazing product, but a phenomenal experience. I love, when, she, when I read this, I was like, okay, this is it right here. This hitting on something. No, I mean, she made some very valid points. I mean, we've all, the sad part is we probably had more bad customer service experiences than good. Yeah. Like there's places where you, like you say, you pull up and you're like, oh, okay. They say they opened up at, you know, 9, 10, but the door locked. And it says, you know, they're supposed to be open up. It's Tuesday. <laughs> you know? Right. And then you might come by the next week on Tuesday and they open. You're like, well, bro, what the? Like, what is going on? You're opening when you want. And the thing is, is you want people to still pay you. Pay you. And understand that you're not going to be open now all the time that you say you're going to be open. And see, that's the other thing, too. There was a uh, <laughs> an issue where, you know, Somebody had mentioned, now I'm all about supporting, you know, black and brown businesses. I think that's great, especially black businesses, because, you know, it's hard sometimes to find people that work in or that have businesses in so many different areas. Mm-hmm. But now they're they're out here. Yeah, there's people, so many out here and they're so sure. I've, we've been to a lot of black businesses where we've received great customer service. But 
most often than not, it's been sometimes like, uh, I'm gonna tell you, I had a bad, sorry to cut you off. I did have a bad experience the other day. I just, I just, I just thought about this. Was that he the didn't 7-11? own it. Huh? Was that the 7 Eleven? No, what 7 Eleven was that? No, okay. I'm sorry, go on with you. Oh, that might have been another one, shoot. But <laughs> he didn't own this business, but he worked there. So it was a, uh, <laughs> I was hungry. I don't even, you know, I don't even eat something. I don't even remember last time I ate Subway. But it was a, it was a Mexican restaurant Ew. in the same, they're in the same, Building, uh-huh. so it's like on one side of the top the Mexican restaurant, and the other side of Subway. So um, they the the Mexican restaurant had just opened, mm-hmm. so like he ain't even had no sign up. <laughs> he had one sign that just showed with his food. You know, he didn't have no prices or nothing. So I was kind of in a rush, and I'm like, man, you know, looking kind of good. I'm like, all right. And so I'm looking at his menu, but then I'm also looking at Subway, and I'm like, man, I ain't I don't really want no Subway, but they're gonna be probably be a little quicker. You know, I I I'll get a little you know. Chicken sandwich, something, I don't know. So I'm just kind of kept looking back and forth. And the dude was taking so long at the Mexican restaurant that I said, you know what? Boom, let me go over here to Subway. Mm-hmm. And so I just walked over and was looking at the menu. And the black dude that was working there, he kind of was coming in and out like he would be in the back doing something. I don't know. So as <laughs> soon as I he walked, as soon as I walked over and I just looked at the menu, and he like, which which one you want? Oh. I was like, I was like, I was like, huh? He said, he said, which one? You you want the Mexican or you want Subway? Which one you want? And I'm not gonna say exactly what I said to him, <laughs> but <laughs> oh lord, I, I was like, you know, I was in my work uniform too. And I was like, right. So I was like, I was like, does it matter? He's like, well, I'm just saying because you, you know, you, you, you was over here, then you over there. Then you... Did you walk out? <laughs> huh? Did you walk out? Because you know we good for that for somebody bringing well, some food to the table and being like, no, I you don't to, even want I it. To, yeah, well, I had to express myself for a second because I was just like, and you let him make your food. <laughs> I didn't know. First, I didn't eat there. Oh, okay. No, of course not. <laughs> nah, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I was like, bro, uh, I was like, dude, it matter? I was like, bro, I'm looking. Like, I can't look. You're not working. You in a, you in a time where people done lost their job. You still working. And now you got an issue because I don't know which one I want to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, I said some stuff to him. Like I said, I ain't going to say what, but I... You know, I said what I had to say, and then I left. And I was just like, bro, that's crazy. Like, you know, and I'm not looking down on nobody working that subway. It's just more of a, you, you're working. Somebody comes in here, you, you're you not going to keep that job if they can't get nobody, no custom. Right. Right? So, I don't dare give No, that. I want you to work there forever. Like well, no, that's fine. Yeah, I yeah. want you to work. I don't want you to go any higher than what no, you No, of course. Are. Yeah, I don't want you like, to come out. Like, stay in that yeah. position for a whole life. But it was more of a, um, it was more of a thing where you like, you know, if I was a manager and I seen that, like, mm-hmm. you'd be fired that day. Oh, that day. And I'll take your place until I find somebody mm-hmm. because you got to think, there's people out here who, you know, they struggling. They like, look, I'll take that job. I won't talk to nobody like that. Like, I'll be happy when I see somebody come through that door because, you know what I'm saying, you you have to pay my check. Right. If don't nobody come to this door all day, every day, how long you think you're going to keep that job? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just, yeah, I, I had some choice words. And, like, you know, it could have escalated because, I, you know, the way he, he spoke to me, mm-hmm. and I was just like, that's crazy. But, um, yeah, like, <laughs> that, 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 you know, that's like one situation where you just like, bro, like, there's times where you feel like I'm going to fight this person, which is crazy. 
But you just like. Because <laughs> you're like, I was having a good yeah, damn day like, until I walked in day. here. You done messed up my whole life. I'm coming here spending my money. Oh, you know, you know how and I And I, and Kenny, you know, I always tip. Even if I get bad service, I always tip. I and don't. I, and the reason why I do that is because a while ago I heard a guy say, which it made sense, mm-hmm. where he was like, you know, when I tip somebody, I'm not tipping them for them. I'm tipping for me. Well, let me tell you why I don't. And you I know, know I will leave don't. a no, I will call the manager mm-hmm. or whomever I have to. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't do that until you get your food. Until I get, yeah, after we get the food, we good. Right. Um, but I will leave a note. You know how I am. Mm-hmm. I will leave a note and I will say whatever on that note. It, excuse me, uh, man, can you get your manager? And we gonna have a conversation. Like, no, I'm not tipping you. And I'm a great tipper. What well, is the thing? That don't mean I'm gonna tip you great. I'm gonna tip you though. But I ain't a gonna quarter, tip you a great. dime, a nickel. Well, I, no, no, right. honestly, I, I'll if you if you give me bad service, I'll give you like five percent, ten at the max. And like I said again, no. that's just that's me because tip. You're I'm not tipping. entitled to receive a no, tip. No, 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 no. I give a tip because right, right. I want to. But this is the thing. Like I said again, I'm tipping not for him. I'm tipping for me. I'm getting my blessings. So hey, you you however your life gonna go is gonna go. Okay, but I'm, how about wait a minute though? How about when we went to Seattle and we went to dinner with uh, an acquaintance and she mentioned before because she arrived 15 minutes before we did to get a table and she mentioned oh, yeah, that yeah. she stood, you know, stood mm-hmm, at the hostess mm-hmm. counter waiting to be seated and there were people behind her and the the hostess walked past her several times. But see that's different. If I you know this, if we Ooh. go into an establishment mm. which we have, we've been into like a cheesecake factory. <laughs> and, and literally sat down. Well took us a minute to get it so we sit down and two couples came in after us and got served before us. And kids you know I you must have my whole appetite. Yeah, like I, I don't I don't want to eat now, and I'm going to leave. Now, if that's the case, if I get bad service before I even sit down or as soon as I sit down, I ain't got my food yet, I'm out. But if it's like I get my food and it's kind of the food ain't good or, you know, it's warm or something or, you know, it's kind of subtle, I might let it slide. But if you just, like, real abrasive with it, like, you know, you've had some where, you know, it is really real abrasive and you just like, like, you are you okay? You know, But remember, the hostess told our acquaintance, she, she was having her. a bad day. But see, that's the thing. She told. <laughs> I she wish told you would tell me that. some sh- like that. She told her that. See, that's the thing. We didn't. We, we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't know. know until after we ate yeah. our food. She told, food and, and she was way. nice to <laughs> us. Yeah, she was nice to us. So this was after we got our food. That um, our friend told us, like, yeah, this is what she told me. I was like, what? <laughs> I said, that's crazy. Like, no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said, why didn't you tell us yeah, no, you, before you we the, sat down? But the thing is, is that, you know, with customer service people, I think it's become a lost mm-hmm. art because there's no, it almost for some people, there's no incentive to give good customer service. It's like, you're going to come back anyway. But see, that's the thing. There is an incentive. It should make you feel better too. Like, who, who, I want to be a light in somebody's day. You don't know. Somebody could have had a terrible effing day. People don't care about that. That's but the, no, but you should do. because yeah. because that that to me is wealth. But see, that's the thing. Some people don't look at things like you know. what I mean, they just thinking about their day. My day is messed up. Uh, my girl just broke up with me, or you know, something happened. 
So I'm coming into work and I'm bringing that with me. Mm-hmm. And anybody that comes in my in contact with me is going to feel what I'm feeling. Right. Which is wrong, right? You know, I tell you all the time, like, everybody in life has something that they're going through. You cannot go to work or go anywhere and see somebody laughing and smiling and think that their life is all good because it might not be. Yeah. They're just not bringing that. That energy. That energy into into that place, right? But some people do. Some people bring that energy into their workplace and it shows and... You you're punishing people who actually pay your 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 hourly wage right. for your personal problems. Right. And you gotta keep that at the door. And the other thing too, it, it's not just about what you say, it's also your actions. So I uh I'm not gonna tell y'all when this happened, but it happened a while ago, we'll say. And uh my uh, mother and I went into Michael Kors. Oh, you tell me, oh Lord. <laughs> we went into Michael Kors and my mom, anybody in the, she's so sweet. She was asking the lady about the watch and the lady was just like, and eh, you know, I, well, I don't know. And you know, my mom's like, oh, I wanted to buy a watch. Like she had it in her mind that she was going to buy a watch. I'm not a huge Michael Kors person, but there was a bag in there that I wanted. And I was, you know, looking and I'm, I'm a thinker. I'm going to stand there and think, like, why I need this bag? <laughs> like, what's the purpose of it if I'm spending this much money? Mm-hmm. You know, because that money could be better suited somewhere else. But um, I'm standing and I'm looking and I'm noticing that, you know, my mom, she's coming over. She's asking, girl, that's a cute bag, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm like, well, let's walk around and I'll think about it and there's somebody following us. Now, mind you, the store, it's not packed, but it's busy. But we're the only ones being followed. So, kind of, I was pissed. You know, you not only going to be rude to my mom about, excuse me, about a watch that I know she can afford several of them if she wanted them. Um, but now you're following us around the store. And I was like, at first, I'm like, okay, you know, it's a small store. I'm not going to think anything of it. But it, it was like... Oh, can can I help? I'm asking her, can I help you? And she's like, oh, no. I'm like, okay, you know, just lock it off. Go back to the purse. And then something in my mind said, okay, Kendra, what you're thinking is right. So we all know what I'm thinking at this point. <sighs> mm. I had to put on the cap. So I politely took my arm. And threw all the purses on the floor. (laughs) Not only was you rude to my mom, but we're the only black people in here. And you're following us around the store. Like, please, I am not going to beg you to take my money. I do not like when people do that, when I see that. Mm -hmm. Oh, we going to. No, no, no. Just don't go there anymore. You ain't got to worry. No, you ain't got to worry about it. I'm making it public now um, on our podcast. I will not go into that store. I will not buy anything from you because guess what? There's tons of different places that we went to after that. And they was ha- the girl was happy to carry the purses around for me. To, and I think I ended up buying two or three bags that day. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, there's some businesses where they teach that. You know, they have they call the fraud prevention. <clears throat> you know, they basically... It's Lost like a, prevention. It's a kid, or whatever you call mm-hmm. that. Uh, basically, they got the person that just follow you around the store. But and they only follow... Certain people, well, we, black we and well, brown people, right, because right. Of the Mexican chick 
was in there too and and there was somebody you know walking behind her but you know they was giving her a little at least they was nice enough to well, give see, her that, a little bit of space that's cool though it's, you know because you know I mean we all know black brown people masculine like we ain't they ain't the only people that can steal <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> right. and, and while you focusing on them the people who really stealing from you are getting away with it it's yeah. fine you know hey that's your business that's your product. It don't hurt me. Like you said, if I get any kind of energy like that in any place, I immediately leave because mm-hmm. I'm not going to put my money in your hand. But you have people who <laughs> you'll see it online, social media. They'll go in there and spend $10,000, $20,000. And then talk oh, about their bad customer oh, service experience. Which I think I can't afford this. And then you, no. you <laughs> it's kind of idiotic because you're like, okay, well, they don't obviously they don't care about you having the money to pay they don't want you there so you still gonna give them your money and they don't like you they don't even want you there they don't want you to patronize their business okay that's crazy i'm gonna take my money somewhere with somebody like you said they gonna give me the utmost respect Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying okay hey you know what feel free to walk around and check things out if you need me i'll be over there boom you know what i'm saying like dude let me do my thing so uh you know i think with, with customer service there's a few things that it just it's just obvious that you have to have. You don't necessarily have to be the best, uh, have the best personality, you know. Or, or, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I've met people that gave me good customer service. They didn't have the best personality, oh, but you, you like, mean, they're like, nice. Yeah, they real dry you know I mean? personality. Yeah. yeah, you're right. They're nice. Right. They're like, you know, they, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, can I get that for you? Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, appreciate that. You know, I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be like, hey, how you doing? The lady that I called for uh pet grooming, oh, she yeah. was way too excited. But she was yeah, she was nah, great though. I don't need that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But you know, I just need you to not be bad. Like if I'm in a situation where I'm spending my money, I need you to act like you want it. Exactly. If I'm not if this is for free, then I'm just gonna have to put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> well and another thing too, know your product. Know, know your, your product. product. Be knowledgeable about your product. Learn Listen. as much as you can about the product so you can interact with people and let them know about new features and services. And the thing, too, what people got to understand, too, you're in a day and time where right now where there's a lot of businesses being started. Mm-hmm. People are starting. If I could go back and see, if I can go and see how many LLCs were started since 2020, it's probably it's probably high as I don't know what. Right. Because people, you know, you're talking about people that lost jobs, you know, they... they they like trying to figure out a way to, to make money. And they like, hey, let's start a business. I'm going to start a business. Mm-hmm. You got to think, man, customer service should be your number one. It shouldn't even be your product. Because the thing is, sometimes, I hate to say it, sometimes we've been in restaurants where the food wasn't that good. Right. But they had good customer service. They had great customer service. So I'm we like, like you know what? We hungry. We like, you know, you know, let's go on over to eat that. You know, mm-hmm. we going to get food, you know, whatever. Yeah. It ain't the best, but, you know, it was good customer service. So sometimes you don't even have to have the best product, but to have that bomb customer service and people will still come back. But And you got to be knowledgeable you about be your knowledge. product. You I be don't know how many times Be I knowledgeable about that. your product and actually have it be a good product. Like, like you said in that post... I love supporting black businesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do it all the time. But like you said, some people get that uh, entitlement where they feel like, hey, you should patronize me because I'm black. And that's mm-hmm. it. And it's like, eh. you know, if I'm just giving you a dollar or two, you know what I'm saying? All right. 
But I but, have a right to choose who I'm yeah, yeah, no, at the same time, I still want a good product, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So whatever you're offering, I still want it to be good. It don't have to be the best. Right. Right? It don't have to be the best. But if it's a good product and I'm supporting black-owned businesses, like, I, it's a win-win for me. But if you got a, a crappy product, horrible customer service, like, come on now, I'm not, I'm not going to patronize you just because, you know... Just because you're black, like that's crazy. Right. So you know, um, you you have to focus on customer service, and that's in every facet of business. Um, that can reply to real estate, uh, small business, anything. Like, um, you know, real estate. I mean, being being you know having good customer service with your tenants when you approach a potential tenant. Yes. Um, you know, I, I see. That's the thing. You know that too with our tenants. I mean. <laughs> I always, you know, good morning, good evening. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? Um, you know, I talk, you know, I'll talk to them. I am friendly. I am not their friend. Mm -hmm. um, the other day, you know, we had a tenant. We had to have a contractor go in a tenant's unit. And, you know, I was, we were respectful. You know, uh, -uh. in my unit, you, you know, where we live, you can't wear any shoes where we live. Um, you got to take your shoes off or, you know, wear the little shoe thingies, shoe covers. I'm like, so you'll have to do that in theirs too, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and we were respectful, you know, like, Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? You know, can you help with it? You know what I mean? Like you want to uh, make them feel like they're a part of what you own some, mm -hmm. in some ways. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people want to take pride in where they live. Yeah. If you're good to your tenant, the mm -hmm. tenant, it'll be reciprocated. They, they could, eventually be a long time tenant mm -hmm. keep you from having a high turnover and having to find new tenants you know what i mean if you treat the the tenant like crap you don't fix nothing you talk to them crazy you know you're not gonna keep them long or you're gonna get more tenants like that yeah <laughs> and, and that's the thing like you said when you take care of your product mm -hmm. when you take care of your property you attract certain tenants yes if your property look like shh that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get for a tenant. <laughs> you got to maintain a positive attitude. We kind of went over that. The right attitude changes negative customer service experiences into positive customer experiences. Um, whether it's written or oral, especially if it's written, because things can come across as cold. If you use like emojis or, you know, add some humor to it, you know, it lightens the mood. Because again, you don't know what kind of day a person is having or what's going on in their life. So, like I said, you always want to leave people good after they've had an interaction with you. That yeah. I think that's important for me. I don't know how everybody else feels about that, but I just don't want anybody to be like, I want people to be like, after I pass, like, damn, the world is different because she gone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I miss that that great energy, that light she had, rather than them be like, ooh, shit, I'm happy. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm happy she gone. She was mean. Or, you know, she was this or she was that. But now, think about <laughs> it, too. Remember, we always say, we laugh about this. Um, when it comes to food, like restaurants, it seemed like the places that <laughs> we would have the worst customer service had the best food. Had some fire. You'd be like, you about to eat some fire. And they'd be like... What yeah. you want? You be at the table talking about how you about to write them a bad review. You about to go <laughs> off. And then you start eating. It's like you forget. Forget. We done did that. Yeah. We done waited two hours for our food one oh time. 
<laughs> Still done been back there. I don't know how many times. Like, so many. Because the food is so fire, y'all. It's so fire. It's good. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, with customer service, uh, you know, like we said, the poor service, you got to work on that. The rudeness. Like, that's just one thing. Is just kind of like, you should innately know, like, I can't be rooted as the customer. People know it's a customer. that. It's, that's the thing people you know, be doing. You walk up to the counter and they just look at you. Oh, you know, you know that burns me up. I'm like, oh, am I invisible? Can I help you? You're like, uh, yes. Yes. First are you of all, talking, you, are you talking to me? <laughs> are you are you speaking to like? Well, man, with uh, we went to uh, Golden Corral. That one oh man, I had to teach the young sister. Like I was really trying to. I'm so like, we went to the Golden Corral. We don't know. We don't really go to Golden Corral, but we was hungry. I don't know where. And they had fried fish on Friday. Yes. So it was, and it actually was good. I ain't gonna front. That fish was fire. Yeah. But anyway, we walked in. Little young black girl, you know, she's working behind the, uh, the cash register or whatever. But she was sweeping first. So we walked in, uh, and then she goes behind the counter. And she didn't say anything to us. You know, we just standing there. You know, you just kind of wait to be greeted. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, how you guys doing? You know, she just stood there. She looked at us. And I looked at Kendra, and I'm like, yeah, we must be a hologram or something because <laughs> I don't, you know, right like, I'm waiting to see if she going to say something or, you know, what's going on? And she, she just didn't, it was like a silence for like, what, 10, 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Kendra, you like, uh, uh, what'd you say? Like, are you all right? I said, that? are you okay? Are you having a bad day? And she just kind of looked and she still didn't say nothing. We just like, okay, well, maybe she, I was like, in my head, I'm just like. Okay, I hope she ain't deaf, and I don't want to like say something. Yeah, you know, it'd be crazy, like you know what I mean. But I'm like, and she's like, she she just kind of like looked like this, and I'm like, okay, nah, she ain't deaf. She she really just she's an asshole. She, yeah, basically, like I'm like Kendra, don't listen. She obviously don't give a damn. So. Well, no, I said to her, I said, are you having a bad <laughs> yeah, day? Yeah, that's right. And she didn't say anything, and I said, well, we're we're customers. We're here to you know to be certain to be. Service, yeah, you know, and then I uh, said, I'm, you know, I'm in the business of having a business. And in order remember, I was explaining that yeah. to her and I was like, as a business owner, customer service is very important to me. I'm like, now, when you see somebody standing here, you don't stand there and look the way you looking. I said, you see us standing here. You acknowledge that we're here. Yes, ma'am, sir. May I help you? Sorry for the wait. I said, you need to, and Ramon's like, no, no, she don't get it. She don't get it. Said, she don't get it. But I wasn't going breath. off on her. She was young. I was trying to teach her. I said, don't waste your breath. She don't, she obviously don't give a damn. I said, can we just get the two? <laughs> you know, we wasting our breath. You know, she ain't serving our food. Thank God. But. Oh, uh, I had to talk to the manager we, on we, that we, one. We called, uh, who was that? I think it was the we manager. We emailed. Well, it was the manager or somebody. We uh, talked to the manager and you sent got her name out. Because we was like, that's crazy. That. Yeah, but we see, do email executives. Pe- that. <laughs> people like that, you know, and they especially young. See, customer service man has to be taught at early age. And the thing is, people don't understand. Kids is watching you. Yeah. If you if you just straight ghetto with it, and just you like you don't care, and you just do crazy stuff, they pick up on that and mm-hmm. they think that's okay to do. And so that carries over into their life when they go out and you know they go to school, they're going to work, you know wherever they carrying that and they don't understand that. You have to treat everybody as if your job depended on it. Case in point, I remember the story. I forgot who told me this. It wasn't Warren Buffett. 
but it was a guy in Omaha. He came into uh the I think it was a Benz dealership. Mm-hmm. I don't know, was it Warren Buffett? If it wasn't Warren Buffett, it was some 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 other guy with a lot of money. He came into the Benz dealership, and he was you know looking. He didn't look like he had money basically, and the one uh, guy approached him, but like he didn't want to sell him what he wanted. Like he was trying to get him to look at something else or whatever. And he was like, "Oh no, I don't. You know, I don't want that." Mm-hmm. And basically, I think the guy like didn't want to help him. So another salesman came over and was like, you know, hey, sir, how you doing? You know, I want to help you out. You know, what, what can I do for you? He ended up buying three Benzes, one for him, his wife, and his daughter. Ooh. Cash. Ooh. That's on. See, that's on top. See, you got to personalize that service. See, but see, I say that because, well, yeah, but, but see, what I say, I say that because you don't know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. That happened to me when I worked at a furniture store. Yeah, yeah. The guy he had paint all over him. He had holes and everything he had on. I swear. Little did and nobody wanted to help him. I mean, people like there was a couple of us, you know, that passed. Hey, how you doing? You know, because you just acknowledging that they're there out of you know sheer politeness. But I was like, hey, sir, can I help you? Is somebody helping you? And he's like, no, nobody's helped me. I've just been walking around the store. You know, he's like, I got a list. and da, 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 da. He's like, okay, so I need furniture for my second house. Oh, okay. Okay, right, sir. <laughs> Let, where we going? <laughs> where we going? That dude ended up spending total $30,000. Mm. 20 the first time, 10 the second time. Mm. People was mad that day. They like, dude. How'd you get him to spend that much money? He didn't look like he had a dime. He was already spending it. Yeah, he his he had a list. (laughs) The money is already there. Somebody needs to spend it. You just gotta find. Oh, and I'm gonna help you. I surely helped him. After that, man, could nobody tell me? I there was no judgment. And see, that's the thing too that carries over too in your small Mm -hmm. business. Like you, you can't. You'll have people who will treat people who spending more money better than the person who's not spending that much. And you can't do that. Every customer should be treated with the utmost respect and the highest customer service because just because this guy is spending $1,000 right now, that might be the only time you get that 1000 from him. I was just him. thinking that. And then there's somebody that spends $100 and they do that every month for 30 years or something Or like they that. come in one time or they tell a bunch of other mm-hmm. people that they know or they come in like, man, I'm going to spend 1000 You know what I mean? Like you don't know who you're, who you're doing business with. And you, you, know, you have people, and I've seen it, they see a person walk in, look like he ain't got no money, and get ignored. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, that's happened to me. That's happened to me. So I'm like, but yeah, we know how you go out in public. <laughs> yeah, like I be looking like a bum. Or something. I like to, I like to be comfortable. I ain't, I ain't, <laughs> Your shoes ain't no... they have me nice, and I be like, this is my husband. I love yeah, him. Yeah, but being no suit, like I, I like to be comfortable. So. <laughs> Shirt, hat, shoes, you know, sweats. And we one of them with all the money. Hey, listen. And anybody impressing nobody, though. That's the thing. But see, this is the thing. You don't know business. You don't know who you're talking to. Yeah, that's true. And you don't know what that person had. You don't know who they know. And you're going to mess around and, and, and stop your blessing. Because that per- there's been plenty of things we see on social media where a waiter... We'll get a note and, and get the tip. Mm-hmm. Dude, them put 10000 on. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, 5000 I'm like, dang, that's what I'm talking about. You don't know who you're dealing with. And that's mm-hmm. the fact that customer service, people don't stop themselves from getting so much because they let their personal life fill over into their they professional life. 
and it comes out one it, way or another. Well, yeah, yeah, but this is the thing. You, uh, you might have lost somebody that day, or lost, you know, your relationship going in the shambles, or whatever. Okay, cool. But that person that you serving, who's paying you, you don't know what they going through either. Mm-hmm. They might have lost more than you. But see, they paying you. So it doesn't matter what's going on in your personal life. Leave that at the door. Right? Ain't that rudeness, poor service, leak? Nuh-uh. People are patronizing you. So when you open in, you starting a business, you need to be giving everybody the utmost, highest respect. You know what I'm saying? If there's something wrong with their order, you need to respond in a timely manner. Even if that means refunding them because you're talking about keeping the customer. Right. There's a thing called retention. Retention is you don't want a customer to come one time and just buy something from you. You don't never hear from them again. You want to keep that customer coming back. Right. If you got a good product, that person's going to come back. And not only they're going to come back, they're going to come back and probably spend more. And then what they're going to do is they're going to tell some other people. So you got word of mouth. That's still the best uh, marketing. They're going to tell some other people. They're going to tell you know what I'm saying. You want to, you want retention. Right. So, and you want to actively listen. And you want actively actively listen. listening and keeping your word. Uh-huh. Especially, like, the thing that I learned working in customer service over the phones, you know, when I was a teenager, is you let people say what they have to say. A lot of times we would be getting cussed out when we got inbound calls. And then, you know, after they've calmed down and you said, ma'am, sir, you know, I understand, blah, blah, blah. And then you repeat back what they said. You said, did, did you mean this or do you mean this? Mm. You know, um, because sometimes it's not all about what people said it's about what they mean yes and you know yes repeating back mm-hmm. right because it, it's one thing to go to the, the counter and tell them exactly what you want and you get your food and it's the exact opposite and you're like bro I said it slow <laughs> how did you mess that up because you know that you, happens to you all, all the, time. the time because you're I like, feel I like people people want to people want to give me what they they want to give me what they think I they want. No lettuce, want. no tomato, no onion. Don't give me what you think I want. Give me what I said I want. I'm paying for it. I just always feel like that. If I'm paying you for for a product, I want you to give me what I want. If you That's offer just the it, way it should as be. As long as you offer That's just it. that simple. If you can give it to me, you offer it, right? Right. Give me what I'm saying I want. If you give me anything outside of what I said I want and you still want me to pay for it, that's asinine. But that's what a lot of people do. That's what a lot of people think. They're like, well, you you still got to pay for this. You're like, okay, no. Well, not only that, you got to keep your word. Like, if you said you're going to do something, if... That's a guarantee. That's a guarantee. <laughs> if I tell people, okay, your product will be shipped out in three days. It should be shipped out. It's going to be shipped out in three days, and you are going to have the number... Uh, the tracking number, mm-hmm. so you could track your product. Yes. I don't like when somebody says, "You know what? I'm gonna ship it," and then I'm like, "I can't track my package." Well, I'm gonna tra- no, no, no. You have you still have to give um, the customer the ability to help themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's the purpose of me giving you the tracking number. Now, if you track it and you don't get it then that's my responsibility to figure out where it is or what happened. You know, I might leave some of that to the customer. Like if they have very specific instructions, leave it at the neighbor. I'm like, okay, you need to contact your neighbor or whatever. Um, And you have to proactively help. 
you gotta proactively help your your customers or your clients um, because you almost have to anticipate their needs. It's just paying attention. You yeah. need to pay attention to your customer. Pay attention to what they're asking you for. Don't be, this is probably the main thing, don't focus on the money. When you focus on the money, everything else is going to lack. Yes. The service is going to lack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to give them poor customer service, rude. You're not going to listen. You're going to mess up their order. <laughs> They're not going to get a complete order. It's going to be totally different. You're not going to get it on time. You're going to go out late, right? Because you're thinking about the money I'm about to get. Focus on the quality of the service. The money is going to always come. It's going to always be there. You know what I'm saying? No matter what your business is, focus on the quality. uh, And make sure that you're professional. Professionalism is key. Stop (laughs) answering. Hey, what's up? Can I help you? Like, <laughs> oh, I hate when people say, Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like, Be no, hey, yes, greet people, man. Hey, how you doing today? Because you like, you, see, you never know. Oh, man, I'm doing good, bro. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm blessed. I can't complain. I can't complain, you know what I'm saying? Hey, and then let it go, you know what I mean? Then people, you know, they go, Oh, I like this place, I like this spot, you know what I'm saying? I like this business, you know, follow up with people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you mess up, refund them or fix their order. You say you're going to send it out in three days, send it out in three days. If you don't, say, hey, you know what? I apologize. Mm-hmm. This is our policy. We usually send it out this time. So, you know what? This is what I'll do. I'm going to send your order out. I'm going to give you a tracking. And then I'm going to also give you this for free. Boom. It doesn't always have to be something for free. It's just that you acknowledge that you're responsible. To, it is for free. responsible enough to say. You paying for <laughs> doing something outside of what you say you're supposed well, to do. Well, I don't want. I don't want it to be like every time something goes wrong, you think you have to get something for free. It's it, for me, if you acknowledge you, the the person providing the customer service, mm-hmm. if you've acknowledged where you're wrong mm-hmm. and it can be fixed, mm-hmm. um, that's great. Or even if or even if I'm not always able to articulate exactly what I'm wanting, mm-hmm. but you ask questions and you follow up mm-hmm. and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that to me is is just enough in itself. But what if you okay, if you're running a business though, and this is your policy, and you say, Hey, I'm gonna send this out in three days. What's the best way to make up if you actually don't send it out in three days? You sent it out in five days. Cause obviously you as a customer, you're gonna be mad, you're gonna be like, bro. You said three days. Yeah, I'm going to ask for a refund, probably. So, as a business owner, <laughs> I know you're going to be upset. Right. So, what's the best way for me to try to retain, you know, keep that retention there rather than losing you, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you cancel your order, I got to give your money back, and I don't waste the time. After all that is out the window, and you're going to go tell other people. Right. So, now I'm losing more money. So, it's not you giving away for free. You're not giving away nothing for free if you don't mess up. That's you paying for your own mistakes, but you you paying to make sure that you keep the retention of the customer and you saying, hey, the mistake was not on you. It was on me. Right. Right. All right. So. Well, that's uh, just to go down the list of the top 10 because we did cover them. Maybe not in this order. One, know your product. Two, maintain a positive attitude. Three, creative problem solving. Four, respond quickly. Five, personalize your service. Six, help customers help themselves. Seven, focus support on the customer. 
actively listen, keep your word, and proactively help. So I hope you guys apply all these principles to your business. If you have one or if you're about to start one, if you want to stay in it and you want to go long term, please practice good customer service. Yes, yes. And uh, do you have anything else to add? We uh we trying to get this info out to you guys and you know we social media you know we ain't the guru so we we got the YouTube about to jump off obviously on Facebook uh we got Instagram we starting that so man it's a lot all right so thank you so much for listening to the Slow Wealth podcast that is Success Lives on Elevation with Kendra and Ramon and. Please subscribe, leave us comments, love us, a.k.a. like us. We are on Facebook, Instagram, um, and we're on all podcast platforms. Again, at Slow Wealth, that's S-L-O-E-W-E-A-L-T-H. You can email us with inquiries or questions, comments, whatever. Business, um, whatever. Yeah, business, (laughs) money. Revenue streams, whatever. <laughs> at, in, <laughs> at invest at slowwealth.com. That is I N V E S T at S L O E W E A L T H dot com. And just to close it out, our statement today is don't worry about backstabbers. They're the people who tried their hardest in finding faults in your life instead of fixing their faults hey and don't let it be your fault but like and subscribe and share this because again instagram facebook don't take youtube long just hit that like boom write us a review you know what i mean just help us get out there because a lot of people need this information don't keep it to yourself amen all right well thank you so much and we appreciate y'all love y'all holla